Welcome to Bar Band Explorer, the podcast where two musicians and a music fan pick a song from a local upcoming artist and decide which one is the best. I am your host, Tom Mine, and I'm with Hi Mine Joe Connors. How are you doing today? Very good. Very good. Thank you. What do you think about the last podcast with uh, McCallum? He was really interesting. I thought, because he was a sound engineer as well, I thought he had brought something a bit different to the podcast. It was very knowledgeable and... I thought it was, he was interesting to chat to to talk about sort of how he's got through lockdown and how he's the band's kind of coped with this like prolonged period, especially McCarran, where they don't their income is sort of um, mostly through local gigs, mm. whereas they they haven't really had that. But yes, hopefully maybe we'll see him again getting back on. I'm actually looking forward to their their music. I think it'll be good. We'll have a listen when it comes out. All right, I have a little quiz to decide who goes first, and I have I have a weird question. Because I was thinking, because um, in terms of my favourite band, if you ask me who the members are, I could only tell you three of them. So for Elsie Sound System, I could only tell you the three members. So yeah, I thought, so I'm going to ask you each, who are the members of your favourite band? And whoever knows the most members from your favourite band gets to go first. Okay. I, <laughs> you asked me on the way here, I thought you were just cute. I did think it was a bit weird. Oh, Thomas wants to know... I did think it was a bit weird. Maybe you just wanted to know, but there's always some ulterior motive going on. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know <laughs> any members of my favourite band. I can see That's them. A shame. Don't... Okay, I'll, I'll go first then. All right. So... Or laugh or whatever isn't preferable. <laughs> so you don't know any members of Arcade Fire. That's a shame. Uh, Harry, I could tell you them if you want. I don't know if you want to know at this point. I No. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Wynn Butler and uh, what's the woman called in it? Uh, Regine Shaz. I can't pronounce her name. It look, it's still spelled like champagne. Anyway, uh, so Harry, uh, do you know any members of Metallica? <laughs> yes. Do it current and past or just current? You can do any. I think there's eight of them, right? Okay, That's what I've got uh, up here. If you get more than three, you get to go first. James Hatfield. Yeah. Lars Oldwich. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Hammett. Yep. Robert Chijulio. Yeah. second name. Uh, do you remember the previous? That's that's the only members now. Do you, yeah, yeah good, good. Jason Newstead <laughs> was the second bassist. The first bassist was Cliff Byrne. Dave Mustaine was at one point in Metallica. Mm-hmm. And Juan was at one point in Metallica as well. That's very obscure. Damn. Wow. He's completely schooled us. Yeah. Yeah. I was a big didn't... Metallica fan, so I, 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 just, I just know everyone who's ever with Metallica. <laughs> That's a proper fan. <laughs> and, uh, we're not real music fans, it's very clear from that. I was going to ask you, oh no, you've yeah, already done it. You can, but I, only, I, I can tell you who I know from LC Sound System. I know James Murphy, who's like the main guy. I know Nancy Wong, who does some of the like, vocals and the synths. And I know Pat Maloney, he's the guy who's the bassist on. He's the bassist for LC Sound System, but he does like guitar for Hot Chip or something for Hot Chip. I don't know what. That's awesome. And I, I don't know who the I don't know who the other people are. So so Harry, why is your song? So this week my song is Losers by BXB Love. Uh, it's a very mainstream kind of pop song, but by a small artist. It's not t- not too weird, but I, f- I think it's quite a well done pop song. So what, what do you guys think? I I thought it was really I had a really really catchy hook. And I quite liked the way leading into the chorus, like really high energy electronic, and then they drop that yeah, for a no, short space of time. 
and they just isolated the vocals. And I thought that made, when you did get into the chorus, I thought it made it that much more, I guess, effective after that. I, I quite like, because they did it a few times. They kept sort of it was really high energy. Then they'd isolate the vocals and then really high energy again. I like that sort of pattern. But I think, yeah, you've sort of said it, it wasn't that ambitious. It was maybe just imitating a lot of pop hooks you'd hear kind of in the charts. And there maybe wasn't enough that was kind of ambitious enough. But I think for a small band to, to make something that, to me, it sounds like something I'd hear on the charts, like Radio 1 or something like that, that might be enough. It certainly didn't stand out of place. Yeah, I kind of, I, I like, yeah, I, I like this. I like the start. The start was the best. Working up into the chorus, as you said. I sort of like the, sort of slows down a bit and does something a little different just before the chorus. Yeah, it's like the pre-chorus. I think that's really cool. It was very good. I think possibly the end is a tad formulaic and sort of, it sort of was like, could have written a bit more song. Mm. But still something else at the end. Yeah, for me, I think I like the pre-chorus. I like the melody on the pre-chorus, but otherwise there's not that much that I liked, you know. I think the chorus melody, um, I, I don't really like that much. I don't, I don't think the instrumentation is very good. I think it's a tad kind of, um, it's just a little bit bland, but I think there's some interesting, like, because it's got all these EDM style sims, and I think that's kind of interesting, and it's got, you know, like the drum machines. It just feels like it's slightly got slightly too many ideas, and they need to kind of focus it in more, be more interesting, more aesthetically interesting. Yeah, but I think it's structurally quite interesting as well. Yeah, I can see, I see the instrumentation, I agree, it's a, a bit, it's, it's decent, it's, it's fairly typical of the modern era, it's in a fairly cynical way. But in songwriting terms, I don't think there's very, there's really very good chords. They kind of seem pretty standard. It reminds me a bit of sort of like, it's kind of a bit garage bandy. And look, I use garage band all the time. But, you know, it's a bit like that. I think it doesn't, there's not really like an idea, like a hook in the instrumentation, uh, the instrumental on its own. I don't think it'd be very interesting. I think the vocals add a lot to it because the vocal performance is quite good. I think the lyrics are quite good as well. I was, I was going to ask, like, because we don't, to be fair, we don't actually talk about songwriting that much. Yeah. It felt very poppy songwriting. What did you both kind of think about the writing for the chorus? I think, like, I like the pre-chorus as a choice. And then when it goes to the chorus, to me, I feel like it's, it's more just that the, the instrumentation isn't very discernible in terms of what it's actually trying to do. And, like, there isn't much focus on the chords, on the synth chords. So it kind of just all kind of washes in a bit, which is also a style which I've also had issues with in, in other BB, and maybe I'm slightly cynical on it than the average person. I think that's the that's the one thing that, for me, is the slightest problem with this song. It's just literally like the songwriting could be a bit better. I think other stuff is a lot better. Like I think the production's really good. Yeah, I think mostly it wins more verses. I think I said this before, but it's a bit more, a bit more to it. It's, it's a very short song, but even then it still doesn't feel almost feels like it's slightly too long even though it's very short if that makes sense because it hasn't got enough content not enough you know going on on mm. a structure it yeah. wasn't really a weight as well so there's nothing to kind of break it down it just felt like it was two choruses and then that that was kind of it done as well which yeah didn't really help in that aspect there's there's a concept that uh this is a Kim will love this. The fact we're mentioning him again, uh, but Kim is telling me there's this concept right in composing, particularly in like classical composing, which is that um, so they sort of say that the one thing that sort of amateur writers, when I say amateur, I mean anyone who doesn't like signed has a problem with. So usually they they can come up with like 
good like chord patterns and they can cover good chords and good riffs but the idea of a song also is that everything needs to be sort of building up it needs to have an idea and it should be like focused in that idea with this a bit i feel like the choruses are actually kind of the same if you just listen to them like like the the structure doesn't actually build up anywhere it kind of just goes up and down but i think like the, the only thing about criticism like that is that um i do feel like most that's the hardest thing to get right so i think most of the songs we review have that problem but i do think this this song particularly has that problem but yeah i like the humming that was the other point i was gonna make i thought the, the vocal, humming was a good chord choice the vocals are really nice um but yeah as you said there's not it's not particularly complicated apart from that the instrumentals aren't anything really special yeah but the vocals would definitely well i mean that's that's kind of probably the best part of the song for me yeah anyway it's, I didn't properly look, but is this like a solo artist? Because when I looked on, I think her Spotify. Yeah, so from that perspective, it makes me kind of like it a bit more. There's something to work there in terms of new songs. Uh, I think she's pretty new, so. So it's the best one. But yeah, I, li- I like all the vocals, and I-, I just think there's some slight songwritery issues. I think otherwise it actually is quite good, and I do really like the pre-chorus. So who wants to go next? Technically, should I go next? Because I know three artists, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right, so my song is Black Lolita by Michelle O'Faith. So she's a singer, songwriter, producer from South London who is classically trained. And she's also a concert level opera singer. And she's a big fan of Johann Sebastian Bach, which I also quite like him. So I think that's pretty cool. And also like Michael Jackson and stuff like that. But yeah, I think this song is, is really good. So what do you guys think? I want to actually first apologize the sexual language at the end of that song <laughs> i was gonna warn you <laughs> and then we got to the point of the song and i was like oh no anyway. it just kept going i thought it was finished and then it just oh, this, didn't stop this creepy old man it's okay. it wasn't that explicit <laughs> i agree it's probably the most explicit we've had though on the podcast so far yeah yeah you're waiting next <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it's quite fashion actually. Quite a little bit different to what we usually have. And yeah, I really liked the voice. I like, I like, actually like the message at the end. That was quite, that was quite nice. Yeah, no, I like the outro. It's a really cool idea. And it's felt, it felt very genuine. Well, I feel like it's, I think, extremely aesthetically coherent in terms of the story and stuff. And I think the idea, you know, the idea of you know taking a reference to the book Lolita and stuff. I think. That's a really interesting idea that explores completely and so like um, transparently. I think that really works. It's something that's quite difficult to do, get the aesthetic right for the whole song, but that really worked. And it helps having this incredible voice and it's sort of an exhibition on kind of what this person's voice can do. And I thought that evolved throughout the song. So you started off and it was kind of, it was going down one route and then during the chorus, I, yeah, I just thought, they took the vocals to the next level. I thought the instrumentation was, was quite good as well. I think it supported it reasonably well. I think particularly the arrangement and the string arrangement, I think it's like fantastic. And particularly like, uh, the other thing is the the bass guitar, like the way the bass guitar comes in, it's so solid and plays, it, what it's playing is really good and it supports the whole song. Well, my, my only criticism is perhaps melodies were a little bit flat, singing melodies, possibly like the little better melodies. That makes sense because I think I think I like the melodies a lot, but I could see there's certain places. I kind of know what you mean. Like um, the chorus, it's very hard because I don't know. It's really weird. It feels like to me like it has two courses, but I wonder if it's like a course and a bridge because you have the bit where it's like uh, you're dressing in like white summer dresses. You have like that bit which sounds like the chorus, and then it goes to like the 
the Black Lolita bit. Some of the, like the Mehdi, I quite like the Mehdi for the Black Lolita bit, but I could see how it's a bit flat. Like, I, I could see that. Yeah, it definitely took a while to sort of discern what the actual chorus was. I think that's just the type of song it was. It was kind of complicated. But by the end, I thought it was really, really catchy and quite a powerful chorus. Um, also, on a small note, I quite like the almost cinematic drums at the beginning, like right at the start. I thought that was like, I'm not going to say out of place, but I've never really heard those sort of, I've only sort of heard those type of drums in like a big epic, like Gladiator or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a song like this, but I think it kind of makes sense. This song is um, pretty ambitious to have those drums. Mm. Yeah, but that's just a small, a small part of it. Um, but I thought that was quite a nice start leading into the song yeah yeah generally i think the structure is really great it's very weird and i like the structure it's just very solid it's a very tight song you might think this is a bit extre- extreme but i do think this is my favorite song uh, we've ever reviewed whoa <laughs> and the reason is is i feel like it is so aesthetically everything in it is so coherent and so tight the arrangement is so tight and there's a unique idea in it that goes through the whole song and I feel like we haven't seen something that does all those things as well as this song. So I think it's my favourite. You're crazy. <laughs> sort of uh, singing voice I think we've had. Yeah. So maybe in that sense, the, be- the best singer. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think it's definitely the best vocals we've heard on any track, to be honest. But again, I just I was... the end was weird. I can, I can, I can get behind the ending. The outro. <laughs> the, like, the speech. The outro. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a choice, I really, but I like. I, yeah. I, I don't really like. Uh, I guess like archiving. I know this isn't archive, but like archiving songs, any like samples and stuff like that. I don't. Mm. I've never been a big fan of that in the middle of a song, anyway. But I thought it ruined a really great song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny bit gimmicky. Like I think it's a showy song. Um, yeah, and that's a showy yeah. choice uh, for me. Just because it's so aesthetically coherent, I can allow it if that makes sense. Because you know exactly what it's about, or at least I do. You get the vibe, so that just kind of supports it. I think in another song, I think it would seem more pretentious. I would argue. Um, it did seem like sort of an exhibition showing off what these people could do, mm. and even going back to the drums, like everything was about just showing them their potential. Um, I guess when you put it like that, maybe it wasn't too out of place, but <laughs> I just felt it was a bit of a weird ending to what had been quite a nice song. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, the only other thing I'd say is I think to me it reminds me a lot of Beyonce. And I'd say maybe it'd be more interesting if it wasn't so much like Beyonce to me. But I don't know if you'd agree with me with that. I, I'm not really seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> like her recent stuff like, like Lemonade and stuff it reminds me of that but maybe it's just her attitude and stuff she has a similar attitude to Beyonce and a similar great singing voice I think you do you do almost hear her personality through the song as well which I'm going to say is quite rare you've got to be a pretty talented artist to be able to sort of convey yourself through the song and it not sound crap like it yeah. sound actually still sound incredible so I thought yeah that was really impressive as well. That convey the emotion through the song as well. All right, so we'll go on to our last song, which is Joe's. What's your song, Joe? So my song this week is called My Redemption Arc by a band called Fresh. Um, they are a British 
pop punk band and they're formed in London. Been around for about six years and they already have three album, uh, two albums and three EPs. Yeah, they're pretty experienced, they're pretty polished. I think this is another quite unique song. So, um, so I'm interested to see kind of what you two think. So yeah, have a listen. So what did you guys think of that? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. It kind of reminded me a bit of a musical song. Like yes. Song yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my main point. I think it's like her voice. She has like the voice of like a Disney princess. It's like very like a Dean Menzel, like kind of like Frozen. It reminds me of Frozen. But I like that. It's like different. It's like a point on choice because that's just how her voice is. But I really like it, like with the punkiness as well. It's kind of cool. It's a weird mix, isn't it? A punk band, but with <laughs> almost, yeah, like a slow white kind of, you could imagine her on a path through the woods. Yeah. A load of little animals following her. Following her about. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a weird combination of two things um, to front a punk band. It's still a, a really, it's a really strong, powerful performance anyway. Yeah. Um, no. So I don't think it matters. I really like the guitar riff. I think the guitar riff is really good. Yeah, this is a very random point, but I like all the titles and stuff for all their songs. I like the band name Fresh. I like My Redemption Art. I like the EP called This Time I Got Good at Guitar. I mean, yeah, it's all I pretty the funny. In, in the suggestions, that is, that is quite good. That is a good song, oh, EP name. Yeah. What did you think about the scream? Did you hear the scream? Oh, so was, to... Scream was I've good. Listened... That's a good choice. As a one-off, I think it works. If it was kind of before every single chorus, it might have got a little bit jarring um, yeah but it's yeah, very nice it's a it's... very nice lay in the mix choice to put that in like i like that a lot mm -hmm. i guess in terms of any negatives for me i quite like it was a bit more because i really like i think the guitar is good i think it was more abrasive or just like louder in the mix or a bit more just i think abrasive for me is what i would say like it was more distorted than i think the song would be a bit more i think it'd just be better and then i think aesthetically it's a little it's not much into in, individuality in the in the sound it seems like a bit of a, a generic sort of punk song. Do you think the vocals are maybe too loud um, and a bit overpowering? Perhaps I didn't necessarily notice that for a punk uh, for a punk song. Yeah, that makes sense. A little bit like a musical as well. It's that the that vocals are so loud. For me, yeah. If you add distortion on the guitar, I think then it would like in the mix it'd be good. Like loud, make it loud, the guitar louder. Because I think yeah, that's the problem. It's like the vocals seem like they're very very above the guitar. So it makes it not that punky, really. It makes yeah. it more like pop punky, which I actually think is bad for the song. I think it should be more punky in yeah. the instrumentation. I think it'd be more unique. The vocals are maybe a bit too overpowering and like layered over the top. So that that's kind of the main focus of the song. Whereas if you had combined the two, you know, because I think under the surface, there is a bit more of a grudgy punk, punk vibe. It just, we can't really hear it. And, yeah, I can agree. Um, I think it would have been a bit of a different song or it would have been an enhanced song in my opinion yeah it'd be a bit better i think um it builds up really nicely i think um i like the end i like how it ends it's quite sad just like literally the last few seconds is good this song i wouldn't say it's representative of all their music like this is definitely very like uh like sort of musical whereas i think their their other music is a bit more towards the punk rather than pop kind of genre but that said, the vocals are still very, very similar. Um, I just think this song maybe shines a light on the vocals more than their other music. But I just thought it'd be really interesting to talk about because it is, you know, we've listened to some unique songs this evening and I thought this one does well to combine 
find the kind of Disney princess folk, <laughs> a grungy punk undertone. I think at least it's a, it's a very new song for them. It came out this year. Because I think Samaris, they, they don't get annoyed at us, but they're kind of like, oh, that song's quite old. But, you know, there's a, there's a whole narrative, I think, the musicians get into, which is that they're always like, oh, yeah, my new stuff is actually what we wanted to do, and our old stuff is, like, the bad stuff. And sometimes, I think that's what you naturally get into your mindset of. And sometimes that can be dangerous, but anyway, that's a random point. I think it's, it's, quite, it's quite nice when someone from outside can see it from a different perspective. Though. I guess when you're making the music yourself, it's quite hard to see. Yeah, it's very before. hard to see, yeah. Yeah. That's why it's important um, to, like, show a lot of people. Because uh, that's a massive problem that like my band had a lot is that they like would make songs and just like these aesthetic choices would come across as like completely different to what we wanted them to be. And really, the hard part now of like making songs is just making sure everything is aesthetically cohesive. You know, making sure you don't have like a weird line or something that makes people go like, oh, "That's odd." Like, what's what's this song about and stuff like that. I mean, that's the same with all art. Is you get so focused on the moment, like whether it's you know when I've made sort of uh, films myself, it's nice to have a fresh pair of eyes or in this case, fresh pair of ears can listen to it and give a new opinion because they're not so close to it that they're going to be uh, kind of diluted by their own biases towards it. Yeah, Kathy, like a lot of the songs we review, a lot of the songs like you see, like the idea, like the idea is probably like really great and what just happens, it gets lots in translation. As long as like these eyes can kind of like make sure that their their idea is is presented clear enough and that's that's like a technical thing you know you have to be good at like arrangement you have to good be good at the mix then the songs will suddenly seem like a lot better because you'll suddenly kind of see what they are because i think that's the problem because i do feel like all the songs even the ones like we criticize a lot i do think at their core they have like a really clever idea in them usually but it's just yeah. whether it gets translated I think that's a task. <laughs> oh, wait, that that's is... what makes you good at music or bad at music. <laughs> I guess there's a few things going on. So what do you think? Which which song do you think is the best? Probably not mine. Okay. I, it was a good <laughs> I song. Like, I feel like I was slightly was, yeah. harsh. I think I'm getting many votes. Uh, I think probably that the... Yeah, my favourite. I think the best is Black Lolita. Uh, that was the most the most interesting. Really good vocalist. Song shit was probably the best. Yeah, and it was good. I was, I was, I was, sort of, I was surprised that the, I looked at it, it had less views than I thought it would have. I expected that to have like a million views or something, but it had like 10,000. No, it doesn't have a lot. And I think particularly that song, I think is really, really great. I, you know, I think other people probably would like necessarily like it as much as I do because I really, really like it. But yeah, it's, it's of all the eyes we looked at, like she has like barely any views. It's also like if you look at the music video, it's the production value is like crazy. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I would also like to go to Black Lolita, despite the outro. <laughs> Me and my nightmares. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, we said it when we were analysing it. The vocals are pretty much the best we've heard. And yes, it's a bit showy offy, um, but I think you can afford to be that. And uh, why not? Why not? If you can do that and make a song that's interesting and catchy, then yeah, no complaints. And I'll sit through the horrible outro. Um, <laughs> but yes, that's my vote. All right, I, I'm also going to vote for uh, Black Lita. So we all agree on what is the best song. <laughs> 
So the winner for this week is Black Lolita by Michelle O'Faith. But if you like this podcast, you can rate us on iTunes. Check out one of our bonus episodes. Uh, they're called BBB sides. They're pretty good. And you can also check out any of our other episodes. And you can follow us on Instagram at Bar Band Explore when we post stuff about our podcast. Uh, or send us a topical suggestion or comment to barbandexplorer at gmail.com. But all we have left to say is goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>